Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fossett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome. This is Gemma. I am thrilled, so excited to be here today with you. It is it is a great day for me. I've already showered and cut my hair and ah, cut my daughter's hair and it just feels so wonderful. I'm excited to get outside even though it's starting to look like it's a little overcast. But um, there's plenty of light to charge the batteries in my body. So I'm excited to get outside. So today I really want to know what do you really want? What do you really want? I am asking because it's very possible that you haven't even said it lately. You haven't been clear about it lately. And that clarity is imperative for you to get what you want rather than sit around like a victim saying, how come I never get what I want? (laughs) Because if you're not clear, you won't get it. So what is it that you want? Let's start with the emotion. What is the emotion that you want to be in? I'm sure it's not overwhelm, stress, chaos, anxiety, overwhelm. I'm sure it's not any of those. I'm sure it's not jealousy or anger or sadness or depression. So what is it? What is the emotion that you want to feel? Mm, Just close your eyes. Close your, well, unless you're driving, close your eyes. And what is the emotion that you want? What is the emotion you want to wake up in? What memories do you have of being in that emotion? I have very clear memories of living on Smith Island with my first husband and waking up in the morning and just leaping out of bed, like being so excited to start the day. Mm, I remember being a child and leaping out of bed and so excited to start the day and just wondering what it will bring. Just the curiosity. Mm. And let me just explain really quickly that it is this, this idea, this program that we've all bought that we have to do certain things a certain way And that we just keep adding more of these certain things a certain way. And we become like um, hunters of perfection and uh, systems and uh, what else? Uh, Perfection and systems and order and rightness and rightness. And all of those things combined create a life that leaves very little for inspired action. You can't laugh at spilled milk. Well, let's make it spilled chocolate milk. You can't laugh when you spill the chocolate milk if you have this insistence on order and system, perfection and rightness, because that isn't right. And someone messed up, and what did they do to mess up? You can't laugh at that, right? But 
if you can let go of judgment and programming systems, rightness, perfection, if you can let go of all of that, then you can laugh and make light of it. Do you feel the difference in that? I, I do right now. I do. It's got me grinning. I mean, like really grinning. It's so weird. Um, I feel it. Can we laugh at our clutter? Can we make light of it? It's when we do that, that it can let go. It can go away. It can, it can dissipate. Mm. Can we let go of the need to know what's going to happen next? And therefore, our systems and programs taking over. And I'm going to tell you, like, there's a lot of people that are probably thinking there is no way that I can do that. There's no way. There's no way because without the systems, I won't get my stuff done. I won't get everything done. What I will tell you is that, and what I find is that I'm happier and things get done when they are ready to get done. Things get done perfectly. Things get done without efforting because I'm not forcing it to fit into a program or some sort of order. So everything gets done. Things get remembered easily because I'm not criticizing myself for forgetting. So things come up as they should. Like my body is my um, personal assistant. My mind is another personal assistant. They work for me. They give me like a, <clears throat> a little nudge. A little nudge. Now, your bodies are your personal assistants whether you like it or not. And if you keep ignoring them, eventually it is illness that's going to wake you up and make you listen. It is disease that will make you stop and pay attention. So when we live with our assistants <clears throat> managing what's next, inspired action, our higher selves giving us the, uh, the go-to, the, uh, the next assignment, there's a fluidity and effortlessness and loveliness and happiness and joy and bliss about doing the day. And there's always this anticipation for what's around the next corner. What stranger who I might meet, what, what old friend I haven't seen in 10 years will show up, you know, and I'm, I'm not talking about like on Facebook, I'm talking about in the supermarket, I'm talking around the next corner, you know, on the street, I'm getting so much confirmation on this. And I have reconnected recently with some, um, old friends and it's just been so lovely so lovely to connect and find out that even though you haven't spoken in six years or seven years, that you're still these people. You're still these people who were genuine then and are genuine now and care about each other. And you can pick off where you left off from. And maybe the same thing happens with our homes. When we love them without forcing them to comply to a system, we can be in relationship in a way that uh, is communicative. It's like, I have houses that speak to me. I have houses that are so wonderful because they are, mm, like, I have this house on an island and when there's more than, when there's more than uh, two people in the house, the house is so happy. It's so happy and joyful. 
I just spent time there and I was making it all lovely and it was responding to me. It was just so grateful. I could feel the gratitude. And what's interesting is that you think if you sit in a room and you have all these judgments and systems and stuff, you think, oh, I've got to do this. I've got to do that. I've got to do that. But when you follow the inspired action with a goal being an emotion, so my emotion was uh, ease and welcome and love for Joe Mary's house, for the youth hostel, when I went to work on it. And that's what I wanted, was that, that. So when I let my personal assistants know, we want ease and we want welcome and we want love, then they said, okay. So they're like, okay, first thing, get rid of all the excess. So we put away the things that were brought in recently and just dropped. We put away all the superfluous stuff. We then saw that there was some superfluous furniture. So we got rid of that. Then um, we noticed that there was dirt on the floor. So we got that. Then we noticed there was a few cobwebs. So we got that. And it was these, it was my body saying, um, 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 that made it so that I didn't have to rip everything apart. I just followed it. I just followed these ideas given to me by my higher self. My body was in alignment, communicating with me. And before you knew it, I didn't have to scrub floors. You know, I didn't have to rip the whole rooms apart. Oh my gosh, that would have been so much. I just did what I was inspired to do until I felt a match for those requests I had of ease and welcome and love. Mm. And it was perfect. And when I left, I was just like, I didn't want to leave because it felt so yummy. So like I, the in space was so inviting. I didn't want to go. I wanted to curl up with a book, but now that space is going to be welcoming me back tomorrow. So I'm looking forward to that. So this is the kind of thing we want for our lives is this ease. And I have been doing my podcast in this room um, at Ursula's house. And I've been watching because I sit in the same place every time I do my podcast. So I have the same view. And I've been watching it transform because it went through like this heavy period. And now it's like then it went through this like crazy rip it apart mode and now it's coming into an order mode and I am like tickled to see how that's happening. I love it. Ah, So little tiny bits at a time, just little bits at a time. It's so wonderful. Uh, this is something everyone can have. Now let's go back to what is it that you really want? What do you really want? Do you really want to go to Europe? Do you really want to retire? Do you really want to have a kid? What is it that you really want? Sometimes when we focus on it as something we don't have, we push it further away and it makes it harder. But when we ask the question, what do I want? Without any resistance to it and allow those answers to just kind of float up. Well, now we are ready. We're ready for the next. What is the next? So the next might be like, wow, maybe I should just write this down. Maybe I should book a date. Maybe it's time to um, find, you know, a friend to go with, depending on what it is, right? Uh, Maybe it's time to start 
saving some money, putting money aside every week, every day, depending on how you make money. Maybe it's time to fill one box of trash. Like, what if what you really want is to clean your bedroom? What if what you really want is to reorganize your kitchen? The only way to do any of these is with one little step. One little step, something you can do very effortlessly, five to 15 minutes, that's all I'm saying, five to 15 minutes. It could be a phone call. It could be getting a bag out to start, you know, a bag of trash. And if you want this thing bad enough, and you are willing to keep at the top of your mind that next little thing to make it happen, that next little thing to make it happen, and do it before you sit down and veg out on videos or television or napping, just do that one little thing. Just do that one little thing. And then every time you change gears, what if you did one more little thing? One more, that's it, one more little thing. How many five minutes a day can you spare? Maybe you can spare five five-minute intervals. That's five steps closer. If you wanted to, you could make a little chart showing, um, what do you call those? Like, uh, not monuments, but um, you could show uh, points that are going to be targets on the way to getting what you want. So what if there were three targets to meet or five targets to meet? What if you flag those targets on a timeline? But it's not a timeline that you're putting on a calendar. It's just a timeline. And then what if you just focus on getting to that next target? What would it take to get to that next target? So maybe it's cleaning your room. And maybe you have one of those rooms where you can't even see your floor or your bed. Ugh. I've seen these rooms before. I'm like, oh my God. What if it's one of those rooms? What if it's a room where you can't find anything, right? So what if the first step, and you know, if you have that much clothes that's covering the whole floor and it's covering your bed, you know you have stuff to get rid of. So what if all you did was take out one bag of clothes to give away? It could, you start small. If it's a hard thing to do, just start with a small bag right? Start with a Trader Joe bag. Not that they have them anymore in New Jersey, but, you know, do a brown bag. You know, don't do a big garbage bag, but do a brown bag, right? Or do a garbage bag. They fill it pretty quick. And just fill it and then be done. And give yourself a congratulations. Go celebrate. And then what if next time you go in there, you pick out one basket of laundry? And what happens if I fill up a basket of laundry is I go put a load in. And then when that load finishes, the robot says, beep, it's time to put it in the dryer. And I put it in the dryer. And then if the, the washer's empty and I've got washed there, I'll put another load in. It's like kind of like that what, um, what, uh, what is it called? Um, get, give a mouse a cookie, you know? If you give a mouse a cookie, you know, then what's he going to want? He's going to want a glass of milk. And then if you go to get milk out of the fridge, what happens? You know, like it's like this one thing leads to another thing leads to another thing. So if all you did was focus on the fact that you want something and you're willing to do the little tiny steps along the way. And then you make a point to do them. Now with Ursula, I had made checklists because that gave her something to celebrate and check off. Now I think she's gotten away from the checklist, which is totally fine. You can do it however you want, but maybe just maybe getting back to the checklist will give her a sense of accomplishment that she's not necessarily 
getting from having it be like willy-nilly like oh well I uh, oh it's not even willy-nilly what happens is the ego steps in and says oh look at all this work you have look at how far away you are from your goal you don't want to be focused out there in the future or back there in the past you just want to be right here right now and right here right now everyone has five minutes they can spare five minutes that they'll blow looking at social media or sitting in front of a television, or just sitting down, so numbed out, they don't want to do anything, right? So what if five minutes in the direction of something you truly want is a gift for yourself today, all right? And then what if you do that little gift to yourself and it feels so good, you want to give yourself another little gift, and another little gift, and another little gift? And what if you get so good at this that you could be focusing on two things that you want, Like maybe you want to move and take a trip to Europe. Maybe you want to find a new relationship and you also want to change jobs. So we're not talking little things. We're not talking about like, what do you really want? Oh, I really want to read this book. Well, if it's a big book and it's been hard to tackle it, then you do it a page at a time. But if if you're just talking about, well, I haven't read the latest book from, you know, so-and-so, Nora, whatever, Roberts, then just go buy the book and read it. That's not exactly a huge goal unless you don't know how to set a single moment aside because you're planned from morning till night. Then you start giving yourself five minutes to read in the morning, five minutes in the afternoon, five minutes in the evening. Before you know it, you'll be giving yourself 10 minutes. Before you know it, you'll be giving yourself an hour. It'll feel great. I guarantee it. But this is permission to do you, permission to to deserve, permission to be worthy, permission to be enough. So do it all. Do it all. Let me know how it goes. You've got my number. You can reach out to me. All right. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Have a glorious, glorious day. Enjoy every single moment. I know I will. Bye now. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafossett.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.